0: warning the grow your salon fast show contains content that may offend the hosts don't care if you want to grow your salon fast Keep listening and find out more at www.thegrowyoursalonfastshow.com. But for now, here's your hosts, Bagar Svanberg and Kat Smith. Welcome to The Grow Your Salon Fast Show, episode number 97 on this lovely, lovely Norwegian summer day. The skies are blue, it's 17 degrees and a really hot summer here in Norway uh how's um how are things in the desert car probably a bit hotter but
1: oh <laughs> i can raise your 17 and give you a 48
0: oh fuck
1: mm-hmm.
0: mm, that's pretty mm-hmm. that's hot tell me, me do you actually go do you actually go outside when it doesn't when it's that hot
1: i have to go outside occasionally to get to a the car or from the car to the building um but not really, no, not not for a great length of time. Do you actually, do you know what? 48, when it when it's dry, it's not so bad. You can sort of go out and, and it feels like it's just an all-encompassing heat. But when it's humid and you go outside and you're instantly wet, that's yeah. disgusting. And and that's quite intense because it's not just hot, it's, it makes your skin prickle because there's so much heat in the moisture. It's Yeah, that's quite bad. Yeah. You can't spend very long in that because you, yeah would
0: kill you it would kill you but do you have to but dress people in a do, speci- people do you have to dress in a cotton. special way
1: Um. yeah don't wear any man-made fibers okay what's that so no polyester and <laughs> I would end up cooking uh. Uh, and sticking um but yeah loose cool cotton is probably the best And anything that's floaty around your body so sort of some kind of breeze I don't know I don't know uh, okay I've taken to wearing shorts and shorts and a shirt. Mm-hmm. Better to cover up than not because then the sun doesn't, it's not so intense on your skin. No. But yeah, not spending so much time in it really. Do you know what? And it's true and people say it's all time and you don't believe them because if you've come from a cold country and you're used to it and you come to something this hot, you just want to die Yeah. and you never think you'll get used to it but after a while you do acclimatise, and it does not become as big an issue it's hot for sure and and when the summer comes you forget how hot it gets Mm. and you lulled into this false sense of security by you know the nice 35s it's quite nice and hot but it's not too bad and then you hit 15 like (laughs) four But, but it's two months of the year. Mm-hmm. It's not too bad. But you, you do acclimatize because you, you can tolerate you can tolerate higher and higher temperatures yeah. um, the more that you're in it. Yeah. And I would never have said that six years ago because I was a cold person. I loved the cold. Yeah. It wasn't very good for my hands because yeah. I have bad circulation. But I loved being in the cold. I didn't really like going on beach holidays because I got way too hot. Yeah. But actually like now I would find cold very difficult. Yeah. And I prefer the heat.
0: I, yeah, I'm I'm yeah. probably a cold person. I don't like it too cold. That's not what I mean. But I like, you know, I actually enjoy uh, summers where the temperature is right around 20 degrees and I can actually do do stuff outside without do stuff. sweating to death. <laughs>
1: do stuff. It's funny because I was out yeah. there running the other day. Sorry, I'm just going to interrupt. Was out, we did running. run outside and it was 39, 39 degrees. And we're, I know, it was quite comfortable. My face was bright red at the end of it, but it wasn't. I couldn't it's not as easy to do because there's not as much oxygen in uh-huh. the air because of the humidity. So it's a bit harder to breathe.
0: Yeah.
1: But it was it's not impossible to do.
0: Bloody hell. Running in thirty nine degrees.
1: Well, you know, if you think of people who train Yeah. So there's amazing Kenyan runners uh-huh. who usually win or you know, Ethiopian runners who win the marathons. That's what they train in and they train high altitudes huh. as well, high altitude and heat. That's head. amazing. So yeah, yeah your body is your body is an amazing tool. It's amazing what your body can cope with, and what it does, and how it regulates your thermostats and stuff. It's just, it's incredible. And, on, use that, it. and on
0: that note, I'll I'll segue into something else that's amazing. I was <laughs> I was I, I yes. sometimes you know I like to do research. I like to to indulge in other people's misery. I like to read about things and on one of my journeys on the internet in a forum, I stumbled across someone, a salon owner, who's been hairdressing for many many years and has her own business. Uh, but she's struggling, uh, she's renting a chair, uh, but you know some weeks she just scrapes by. and. She was wondering what to do because now she's got a second job just to kind of get some more income, and she wants to. You know, she doesn't want to give up, but she feels yeah. like it. And then, and then on this yeah. forum, she asked for advice, and the kind of advice she got made me made me want to cry. I want
1: to curl up and die. Yes. <laughs> curl up and die.
0: Because because. What's wrong with humanity? Only...
1: What? Tell us. Tell us. Tell us the gossip. What kind of advice did they did she
0: get? <sighs> She got advice on the likes of uh, posting more on Facebook. Posting
1: Oh that old
0: posting <laughs> pictures on Facebook and Instagram and not showing any faces, just showing the back of the head. Oh,
1: oh yeah, yeah. Just showing the hairdo, yeah.
0: not, not you, no clothes, more, nothing, no skin, no nothing, <gasps> just the hair.
1: Just from hair. the back,
0: no faces. Okay. That's, that's one I'm advice, so sure. posting more, uh, stop offering deals, that's, a, that's actually a great advice um, in, in, in a, a sense, the upping the prices, great <laughs> advice as well, uh, but that thing about making your, I think the wording that was used was that she needs to focus on building an amazing scroll down of pics on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, you see what I'm getting at?
1: Okay, because every, everyone who does that gets hundreds of thousands of new customers instantly. Have you ever heard yes. of
0: anyone who's any salon or clinic owner, because the same goes for clinics, who got suddenly got lots of customers from just posting an amazing scroll down on Facebook and Instagram?
1: Can I be totally honest with you yes. and say, I know one, one person that strategy worked for. Exactly. And that it's because they were in a market that desperately needed what she did. Mm-hmm. And she just happened to be in the right place at the right time. So it was, a lot of it was pure luck.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Pure, yeah. It could have been anyone, but it was only one. Everybody else I know who's done that? No.
0: It isn't necessarily luck if you know how your market is. And you know that by gaining some exposure because of the local environment or how things are, just being visible means that you yeah. get customers. There's a there's a gap in the market or something like yeah. that. Then obviously anything yeah. goes, anything works. This was
1: pure luck. She yeah. had no idea. Okay. She, it it just, just happened luck. to be, yeah. it, she happened to be in the perfect place in the perfect at the perfect mm-hmm. time, which yeah. is mostly how, what success is, is talent plus luck.
0: Yeah. And, <clears throat> and some yeah. people have had success with that. And you know how the saying goes, you know, when you've got a hammer, everything looks like a nail.
1: Yeah. yeah but but to be fair there are hundreds of thousands of people doing it and out of all oh, those hundreds and thousands i know of one mm-hmm. that has had some success with it
0: and oh, we don't know uh, everyone and she
1: didn't know why she had the excess mm-hmm. no well you know a
0: lot of people we don't know everyone but that's <laughs> yeah. that's become the yeah. go-to everyone's strategy.
1: copying what everybody else is doing uh-huh. yeah exactly mm. you know, everyone copies everybody else and, and and what is it that your client is actually looking for
0: and, and, and it's time spent on yes, this stuff. Yes, they do want
1: to see your work, but not like that.
0: And the time spent on this stuff. I mean, it takes so much time. People tend to think that Facebook and Instagram are free because, you, you know, you don't pay anything to post there. But you, you need to find content. You need to actually sit down and post something. And, you know, the worst, worst, but not worst, but one of the bad things about this is that you post something and actually there are very few people actually seeing it so if you got like if you got a thousand followers on your website perhaps it depends but perhaps three to five percent sees it
1: well here you go you can have a thousand followers on your instagram and they can all be industry staff
0: yeah. You're listening to the Grow Your Salon Fast Show with Cat and Vagard. Remember to sign up for the podcast updates and special bonuses at www.thegrowyoursalonfastshow.com. So how many of those are going to come in to
1: see you as a customer? Mm-hmm. Zip.
0: Because
1: so they're all doing what you're doing.
0: Yeah, exactly. Zip. Zip.
1: Um, So it doesn't really matter. So, so what I want to know is... If that piece of advice came up from someone, say someone's on the call and you got that, what would you advise?
0: Well, that's uh, that's an interesting question. Um now, it's interesting because I need to watch my words. I don't want to give away free advice that other people are paying for. But what I would advise... Oh, advice? yeah,
1: but come on. We're on to episode yeah, 97, yeah, yeah. so okay. we're feeling generous.
0: I think that I would advise, first of all, to, to look at what you want to do, what you want to achieve, how big you want your salon to be or clinic. You know, what kind of treatments you like to do, what you like first. I'll look at that first because if you're trying to do stuff you don't want to do, there's no point in pursuing that. So you need to figure out where you want to go first. That's the most important thing. Now,
1: after I've done that, I've
0: yeah. actually, uh, uh, what I did with, uh, with uh, someone I interviewed uh, a few weeks back, I asked uh, what, what worked for you before because she had a, a, a clinic that had been working but it stopped working. And I asked her, "So what okay. worked before?" Yeah, a really good one. And she said, "Well, I, you know, I posted letters to doctors nearby, telling them what I did, asked them to refer people to me, and many things that actually got her clients and patients." And then I asked, "Okay, so, so why did that stop working?" Well, and it was like you could see kind of things clicking mm-hmm. into place, the cogs. Yeah, because she, well, I stopped doing it. She said. Stop doing yeah. it. So, so that's kind of the first thing <laughs> I'd say that. is that if there's a business which is already up and running, I'd just ask, what what do you know what worked before? Because businesses are, we, <laughs> they are the same on the surface, but sometimes there are local things that vary. So it's very interesting to see what's worked for them before. But what I do find uh, on many occasions, including my businesses, is that whilst social media and the rest of it, is a good thing to have as part of your strategy. Just posting blindly uh, on your page doesn't achieve much in and by itself. Yes, you can get one or two customers or the customer wasn't well from that. There's there's no one saying that you won't get any customer from it, but as part of it, when it's not a part of a strategy, and if it, especially if you're relying on free stuff, then it's highly likely you won't get any results from it. And then you have to ask yourself, well, what else could I do? And you know stuff like what I just said—contacting people uh, in the same niche, telling them about what you do, and, and getting referrals for that. Referrals, you know, it's really important. The other thing is, uh, well, there's still a referral, referrals, but referrals from existing clients and trying to try try mm. to tap into that, the get re- people, your yeah. get your existing dream clients to help you reach their friends because their friends are most likely your dream clients as well working on that kind of strategy
1: i am guessing guess what you're saying is a lot of the things you're talking about are tactics things that mm-hmm. could help immediately or help do things but you're right the person has to know where they're going what they want from it and what kind of um what kind of clients they want to service is exactly what you've said and why they're in business and what the, the outcome wants to be. Mm-hmm. So they have to have a strategy in place and say, okay, well, this is what I want to do and this is what I want to have and this is how many clients I want to have and this is how much money I want to have and then break it down and say, okay, well, what do I need to do to get to that point? Mm-hmm. And it's not to be from a position of being desperate and saying, well, I'm only breaking even every week and it's, yeah. it's pointless me going to work. Because yeah. if you're doing that, you have to look at everything. Something is desperately wrong, not just the fact that you don't know what you're doing. And there's a, there's another things. common
0: problem in this industry as well, which this woman on this forum uh, also pointed out, and that's got to do with health. And we touched on that in our last podcast right. episode as well. If you're running your, your clinic or salon yourself, you're, you're kind of relying on yourself. If you're not working, then you suddenly have a problem. If you get sick, you have to rebook your clients yep. and you lose maybe a couple days' income uh, during that month or more. If you get sick, mm-hmm. if you break a leg or something, you could be even worse off and what you do then. So getting back to where you want to be, what you want your outcome to be and get a clear view of that is important because what many people say is that they would like to, I mean, people like working, it's not about that. It's not about not working, but it's about engineering a business that supports you and not the other way around. So you can yeah. you can be flexible enough yeah. to say that if you get sick, Yes, the business might lose some, but you won't have to shut down. You'll still have people there able to take in, you know, because many, many people, let's, let's just, it's true. Many people in the clinic and salary industry love working with clients and patients. They love the work, uh, but they can't do just the work. They have to, No. Other You'd better actually, other stuff.
1: Yeah. And I guess from your from the the, the example you've given, to somebody who doesn't actually own their business but rents a chair within a salon. It's even harder if you if you go sick because you're solely relying on your own income. There's nothing mm-hmm. else; nobody can take over from you, unless you have what um, we call, uh, and what we used to do was have a um, a locum, so somebody who could step in for you at the last minute someone that you trusted someone who could do exactly the same job and and knew some of your clients so it could have been someone who was a part-time person or a you know a um someone who didn't work full-time at all and just got called in to do that particular job and there's a few like casual people i guess Mm -hmm. and there's a few people and they could do that work for you and they get a percentage of your taking so you still got some some money not no money do you know what i mean um, and it's harder to organize but it's definitely possible yeah
0: it is there's another strategy i'd like to just uh, uh, not share in its entirety but just just mention and that is you know creating more long-term clients and just depending on clients just just getting in at random just making a system out is asking your clients when you know what they're doing for the next of the year if they have a wedding they know they're going to or a christmas party or stuff like that so you can help them prepare for that or if you're if you run the clinic say you're a physiotherapist or something if if there's something they like to do later in the year say say they want to get well so they can start lifting weights or they can perhaps do a marathon of things they'd like to do in the future so they have a goal because that that serves both you and them it serves you because they'll come back you know regularly and serves them because they get better results
1: and here's here's my favorite one so just in terms of how simple this is to do but how little how few people do it and that is the concept of what's the name i'm looking for i'm not sure (laughs) the concept of subscription
0: ah yeah it's Mm. controversial isn't it
1: (laughs) it is controversial but it's so deadly easy so deadly easy and you have a yeah and you have a known amount of money coming in every month and you deliver the services whenever you can so if you were sick you could just rebook for another day and the person's Mm -hmm. still not losing any money because you've already made the money yeah it changes the
0: ballpark completely. It does completely uh, 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 on another mm. level as well, because then you can start. You can actually reverse the cash flow. What normally happens now is that you, you, yeah. you know, do this, whatever service you do, and then you take the payment. But with a subscription approach, or even planning a year ahead, you can start offering packages where you get money first, and then you. Uh, treat people yep. after and that's quite Did powerful and if you combine light. that with all our other yeah. strategies of increasing your prices and stuff you'll oh suddenly yeah you'll reach the pinnacle of the uh, stratosphere. salon and clinic <laughs> su- success <laughs> you
1: won't know t- what to do with yourself
0: mm-hmm. anyway too yeah much free on a happy
1: note if that's something yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of free value there um if you want to know more about the how can you go about doing that and you want some uh absolute concrete examples and the step-by-step guide and how that works what you need to do is book yourself into a, a call um, and we can discuss it with you all you need to do is go to wwwthegrowyoursalonfastshowcom forward slash start and book in a call with either we got on myself um and if that's something you're, you're completely interested in we can have a look at that it's a free call by the your way. salon or clinic or spa it is free call that's a free call. Um, yeah, so that's all I've got, really. Mm. You've had a lot. Yeah. That's the end. We'll see you in the next episode. Well. And ta ta for now. Jaloo.
0: You've been listening to The Grow Your Salon Fast Show with Kat and Vagard. Share and sign up for your podcast updates and special bonuses at www.thegrowyoursalonfastshow.com.